<laughs> well, hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi and a big thank you uh, to Daesho yep. for that stirring rendition of Jingle Bells. Yep, he was trying his best. Uh, I didn't know he was a ukulele player. We haven't seen that before, have we? No, I didn't know he had this musical side to him. Yeah, it's very endearing. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh you know, I think we were all with him as he struggled to find the chords, but yeah. uh, in the end, a beautiful Christmas song from him. It was. And Merry Christmas from the Sumo Mainichi family, uh, from us and from Yuki and from the new edition, Clive, as well. We had a good, pretty good Christmas, didn't we? We did. Uh, a great day with family and friends, mm. uh, but yeah. I'm glad it's over. Yeah. It's just, it's a it's lot. massive. Right? Yeah. It's always very big. It was good to come home and have a little sleep on the couch. We got a great Christmas present as well. Well, I mean, you gave me wonderful Christmas presents, but all of us collectively got a great Christmas present of the Bunzuke. Yes, I know. Coming out Christmas cool. morning. I love that. What a present. And I mean, I think the thing that is uh, taking headlines that everyone's talking about is Ura being promoted to Komasubi. Yep. We'll talk about that later, but I think all eyes were drawn in that direction when that Bunzuke came out. Yeah. And Mitakumi, happy birthday to him as well. It's his birthday on December the 25th. He turned 31 years old. Did you think, you know, when you hear a Rikishi's age and sometimes you're just like, I, I just did not think that they were that old. Uh, no, I knew he was 30. Mm. Uh, but 31, I know now it starts that slow trudge to 35. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, all those years ago. Yeah. Yep. Well, but happy birthday. Happy Mitakumi. birthday. Azamaru, we heard some news about him. He has uh, gone in Thai. So I think that was yesterday as well. Announce your in Thai on Christmas Day. Why not? So he did it. Yeah, that's right. Like after the Banzuke dropped, which is interesting. Interesting timing. I always think about the timing of these in Thai announcements, mm. when to drop them for maximum impact. I don't mind later in the day on Banzuke release day. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's in it. And I think maybe that's why you have to <laughs> <laughs> tell people. So you look down the Banzuke and you go, Oh, my name's oh, not there. Oh, no, I'm not there. All right. Better, better call a press <laughs> well, conference. Well, it's to stop all your mates calling you going, oh, we're, we're looking for you. We've yeah. spent, all, spent all morning looking. Uh, You're not there. It's inevitable that Azamaru was going to pull the pin sometime soon. It doesn't take the sting out of the announcement, though. No, you always feel something when you hear these entire announcements. Uh, he's been around for the whole time that we've been watching Sumo. Um, he's a big, imposing presence and, uh, yeah, he's 191 centimetres tall, Mongolian. He's from Tamanoi Bayo, which is where Tohakuryu and Fujiazuma are from. And he's 36 years old. So he was definitely getting to that retirement time. There are only, I think, two guys older than him. So Aoyama is 37 and Tamoshi, we know, is 39. Uh, and Sadanumi is 36. Yes, Sadanumi as well. Same that's age, right. Yeah. yeah. So as a Mariu, we felt something hearing yes. this. He, he was my Zumo in January 2009. So he just has been around as a stalwart in sumo for a long time. He powered through to Makushta by November that year. So it looked like he was just going to take the world by storm. He got stuck for a while in Makushta, but he only needed two basho in Jurio once he got there to get himself to the top division. And so what year was that? That was uh, 2013. Wow. May 2013. Then he went up again. Uh, he went to his highest, uh, his second highest rank of Magashira 14 in March 2014. And from there, between then and, and basically now, he's just been 
that workhorse many years as a secutory doing the hard work in mostly Jurio. Mostly Jurio. And I feel like the whole time we've been watching Azamaru, he's been carrying some kind of injury. Yeah, he comes and goes, doesn't he? Yeah. Like those guys who've been around for a while. 88 Basho in total, 11 in Makuchi um, and 50 in Jurio. So he really was. He got one Yusho in November 2019. Jurio Yusho? Jurio Yusho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I do remember that. But the nice thing uh, this year, we can still say this year, it's still 2023, was that he reached his highest rank of Magashira 11 in March um, when he came back up to the top division. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, So that's kind of nice at the end of your career to get your highest rank. Exactly right. And I think probably after coming back into the top division, then sliding out, that's a... Goodbye, Captain. I'm out of here. Yep. I'm probably not going to get there again. That's the best I can do. I did it. Um, Azamaru, hold your head high. Thank you so much for your contributions to Sumo. Take care. What what are his plans for post-Sumo? I haven't heard any specific plans, but just that he's not planning to stay in the JSA. So we won't be seeing him in the blue jacket. Maybe returning to Mongolia. I don't know if he got Japanese citizenship. Does he have any plans to be importing, exporting dessert wines. Mm. Have we heard anything about that? That'd be good. I think Tochi Noshin and him would make a, a uh, an impressive business partnership. A formidable pair. Well, I'll tell you what, if you've got the Eastern Europe side, you've got the Mongolian market cornered. The Mongols love dessert wine. Yeah, so I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Before we jump into the Banzuke, uh, a quick thank you to uh, a few people who made a contribution to the Sumo Mainichi Sake Fund. Yep. Big thanks to Kelly, to Nyla and to Fred for supporting us over the holidays. Uh, We value that so much. Thank you so much. And remember that uh, you don't have to, that you can just listen to these podcasts for free. Um, But anybody who does, yeah, does give to the Sumo Manichi Sake Fund, we we value very much because we do do this out of our own pocket. And if you'd like to make a contribution, you can go to PayPal and use our Gmail address, sumomainichi at Gmail. Should I have said email address instead of Gmail address? Gmail address. address. You're just being specific. You'd narrow down. That makes me sound very, very old. Well, at least you didn't say hotmail address. Well, that's true. And if you're out there and you have a hotmail address, get a new one. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you can keep it. We were about to move on to the Banzuke, but before we move on to oh. the Banzuke, just a reminder too that uh, we have a special Talk and Sumo episode out. Uh, it's a 2023 wrap. So we take mm. a look at the year 2023. And along with us, we have special guests from Grand Sumo Breakdown, Sumo Kaboom, and Sumo Punks. So check it out if you haven't already yet. It's a whole lot of fun. We talk about the year, our highlights. Um, and our sub highlights as well. I was able to bring in quite a few of those, so I got more highlights than everyone else. <laughs> All right, the Banzuke, fresh from the JSA to you via us. At the top, we have Yokozuna Terunofuji. Yep, he's still there. He's still there. Uh, we spoke about this in the 2023 rap episode, so we won't go over it too much, but he turned up once in 2023. He won the U Show mm. and he did not come back. The Sumo Deliberation Committee, group of sumo fans with no real power or influence, (laughs) are starting to get a little restless, but Terano Fuji is going to take his time. We haven't heard anything in terms of him turning up for this January basho, but you just never know. Can I tell you something that I learned about Terano Fuji's bouts in that one uh, basho that he won? In seven bouts that took 95 seconds in total, so not all of them, 
he won the sum of 9,180,000 yen, which translated to what I've got here is uh, American dollars, and I haven't done the extra Aussie dollars, but that's 2,430,000. American, American dollars. dollars. So about probably about four million Australian dollars. Looking, his, his um, social media is looking good. He's got someone full time employed, I reckon. Is is this not the way? I mean, if he can afford to just turn up once a year, win a U show, and then take the rest of the year off. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is the way forward. Maybe this is modern Yokozuna sumo we're seeing here. Yeah, it's pretty smart. <laughs> well, as we said, Have a rest. I, I think we said this on the 2023 rap episode, but. Yokozuna Teranofuji, he won 100% of the U shows that he took part in mm. this year. I mean, mm. did Hakuho? Well, one year he did. Yeah. I know, actually, there might have been a number of years Hakuho did, but Teranofuji stands with Hakuho in that record. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. I can understand really why we're starting to talk so much about the next Yokozuna because it was such a great story for Teranofuji to get there. It was so wonderful. We saw him perform really well. The next story was then how was he going to do at Yokozuna? He proved himself. Yeah, absolutely. At Yokozuna. That's fine. So now we're sort of going naturally to sniff out the next Yokozuna story. And so maybe we're just moving on a little bit oh, I think from him. And in a very, very natural way too. I think so too. The Ozeki, Ozeki One East. He's moved across. It's Kirishima. And that is fair enough because he got the Yusho in November 13-2. And we heard on our 2023 rap episode from pretty much everybody across the board, just this love for this guy. He has made himself very popular. His sumo has made him very popular. He's had a whole lot of success. Yeah, it, it was one of the common factors across everyone that we spoke to. I'd imagine a whole lot of people we didn't speak to um, <laughs> for that episode. Kirishima has won everyone over. Yeah. So this year. where will he go from here is the big question. The start of a new year, new goals, new plans. Another Yusho in Hatsu uh, at his fourth Basho Orozeki would be very compelling for uh, what I was talking about before, this Yokozuna promotion. And I think there's a lot of goodwill, a lot of good sentiment, a lot of people hoping for that. It would be quick, a quick transition from Ozeki to Yokozuna. I think we've got a long way to go. There's a lot yeah. of sumo ahead. You think he's going to have a failure this oh, time I'm around? I'm not saying a failure. I just think there's a lot of sumo to come for him. Yeah. Well, he did lose to Takiyasu in November. He lost to Gonoyama. Yeah. Both of those guys, I mean, Takiyasu is the other Komasubi news. He's back. So, you know, both of these guys are hard people to beat, but he probably should, Adozeki, be wiping the floor with them. And, and it's funny. I mean, how do we t- view these two losses? Are they just blips uh, or blemishes on an exactly. otherwise perfect record? Because he absolutely swept the Sanyaku away. Yep. Yep, exactly. So maybe just a couple of questions there. Yeah. But certainly his sumo is looking very, um, I guess the word for me is solidified. He's just locked it down. And lucky for him, he's locked it down in a a good way. You know, it's really, really working for him. On the other side, Hoshoryu. Yeah, he's not in the Yokozuna discussion at the moment, but he will be looking for another double-digit basho for sure. I I think so, and I I think... Feel that he has to work so so hard for his wins of late. Mm. In in a way that oh, who who could I use as an example? There are basho that um, 
that Tucker Keisho has gone 10-5 and the wins have looked very easy. They're very quick. I always feel like Hoshoryu has to dig in mm. and work so hard for every win. Yeah. And that that's something he might need to, to change if he wants to take that next step is just to be a little bit faster with his wins against these lower-ranked Rikishi. Yeah, that's right. I looked at how he went against some of the other Sanyaku at the moment. Takakesho, he doesn't do well against traditionally, so it feels like he needs to find a way to win against Takakesho. Their head-to-head record is three and eight. I mean, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. I, I think he should start to do better if he's really going to establish himself. Well, it shows. I mean, it's got to be because of Takakesho's style. Um Versus Hoshoryu's style. And, I mean, what can he come up with to counter that pushing, thrusting sumo from Takakesho? Yeah, thinking about the three of them, they've all got such different styles, haven't they? Yeah, they do. We're lucky yes. with these three, Ozeki. Against Kirishima, he has the upper hand just. Their head-to-head is eight and seven. He's doing really, really well against Kodnawaka, ten and five. Although Kodnawaka is starting to um, find his ongoing form and his consistency. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. He's never beaten Terunofuji. That doesn't matter at this point. He doesn't need to do that to prove only, himself. they've only met a couple of times mm, anyway. I think, it's, I think it's quite a few. I think it might be nine from memory. Oh, but really? Okay. My memories. Yeah. Not that All great. All right. Well, let's move on to our third and final Ozeki, the man we've been speaking about a lot already for some reason, Tucker Keisho. Yeah. Who... He's at Ozeki, of course, but there's been a subtle shift in the positions and he's moved to Ozeki to West. Yes. So of the three Ozeki, he's considered the lowest rank Ozeki. And I feel this is unfair. Yeah. What does the man have to do? They should all be equal. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the East-West nonsense I never really agree with anyway. (laughs) No? No, a number is enough. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll consider him equal with, uh, (laughs) maybe equal with Hoshoryu, maybe Kirishima can be out in front. Okay. (laughs) Um, So Tucker Keisho, he had, he comes into 2024. This is his fourth calendar year that he starts as Ozeki. So easy to take take, uh, his performance for granted sometimes, I think, Tucker Keisho, because I think because the expectations are so high, you can see him as failing. But you look at it through this lens, four years he's spent now, or entering his fourth year as Ozeki. He just keeps doing the work. Mm. Uh, we need to respect him for that. Interestingly, too, I, th- I think in the time that he has been Ozeki, that shift in the Sanyaku and a shift towards a more dominant Sanyaku makes his ability to, to stay there and keep with these, you know, your Hoshoris, your Wakamutaharus, your Kodnawakas, um, even more impressive. Yeah, yeah. He really is, like you said before, um, stalwart's probably not quite the right word, but he he's stayed there. His figures show that. And if one of these new Ozeki had have been somebody that he just couldn't beat, then it would have become apparent very quickly. And even with the higher, even with the Joy guys and the Komasubis and everything, they haven't challenged him in a way that he hasn't been able to deal with, which in itself is impressive. I mean, he loses to weird well, people. Well, I did want to just highlight that in November he lost to Meisei mm. at Maishira 1. who <laughs> the had chaos a, agent. But he, he had a terrible basho yeah. overall. Yep. He lost to Gonoyama. Gonoyama. So he beat Takakesha yeah. and he beat Hoshori. Wow. Which if you no, think of Gonoyama's mm. style, I mean, essentially they have very similar styles of sumo. That should have been Takakesha's. That should have been one he won. And he also lost to Asuniyama who... 
you know, carrying that arm injury probably is not in the best of form. So you are seeing these losses that he should be cleaning up and he finished at 9-6 last time. Easily could have been 11 if things had gone a little different. Yep. Tucker Keisho, what are you doing this year? I can't wait to see the Sekiwake rank we've got on the east side. We've got Kodunawaka. So he was Sekiwake 2 east before. He's come up to number one and that's because he went 11 and 4. Got the Junyu show, got the Kanto show, looked super powerful, lost to some, again, some weird people, short eye Ryuden. 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 Ryuden had a cracker though. Well, he did. He certainly did. Sometimes he looks like he's taken a bit by surprise, Kodunawaka, like he's just taken back and he can't do anything about it. But he's got such a strong body, um, such a good style when it gets going. Yeah. You know, he can't let himself be be taken by surprise. Yeah, I think everyone was impressed by his effort in November and I think 2024 will be a very, very good year for him. He's gone 9-6 and 11-4 yep. in his last That's two. Great. So if he won a, you hate these ifs. Oh, well, I mean, let's do it anyway. If he won a Hatsu Yusho at 13-2, he could challenge for yeah. a Zeki. I, I think he certainly could. Yep. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Four of them. Why not? Well, one soon to go to Yokozuna, surely. Uh, Daiyosho is on the west side. Uh, we heard his skills on the ukulele before. <laughs> <laughs> they singing. are Sekiwake musical skills. Oh, yeah. Maybe day job for Daiyosho. Uh, since his Sekiwake promotion in May, he's gone 10, 5, 9, 6, 10, 5, 9, 6. So he's due again for a 10, 5. Gee, they, they are impressive numbers when you look at them like that. Yeah. Yep. Considering every basho he's been fighting the whole of Sanyaku, they are very, very good figures for mm. him. Yep. The people he's losing to are often the Sanyaku. So he hasn't been able to establish himself above his rank as a regular winner. So he loses head-to-heads often against Takakesho, Kirishima, Hoshoryu, Kodnawaka, Takiyasu, he has a bad reputation against, which is a bit of a worry with him at Komosubi. I feel that that's historical too. Mm. I think that's a long time ago. Things were different then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's definitely dominating below himself, but. Yes. Yeah. He needs to step up to that. Step up. Now, that's it for Sekiwake and I don't feel like I'm fully satisfied. Okay. Because this is the first time that we've had two Sekiwake since Nagoya 2022. Really? We've had three or four Sekiwake between then and now. And that's why it feels like it's a little light on. Yeah, that's why there's so much down at the bottom. That's why there's the... Ah, two Magashira 17 17s. this time around. So good news and bad news. Mm, where would you lovers. prefer it be? More uh, people down there or... Both. You know, you know my position on that. It's very, yeah. very easy to understand. Just pop them all in. My Gashira rank should <laughs> encompass all people in sumo. Yeah. Should go down to what would it be, my Gashira 800 and something. Anybody who wants to be in it oh, should yeah. be able to be in it. Great. Like the way they sell plots of land in Ireland and you can say you're a lord. Oh. Do you know they sell you one square centimetre of dirt? Oh, yeah. Because you're a landowner, they yep. get to be called a lord. I think it's like you could go and buy a little bit of doyo and you could call yourself a rikishi. Oh, yeah. And get a Maegashira rank, probably somewhere in the 10,000s. <laughs> but I would, would make, do that. That would make car park sumo a lot more interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Komasubi. Now, I'm going to give this a hot rank alert. Oh, an HRA. An HRA if you are 
not sitting down. You need to sit down immediately, <laughs> get a bucket, because Komasubi for Hatsu Basho 2024, this is the rank where you want to be because we have Takiyasu returning to Sanyaku for the first time in a long time. Well, it was September 2021. September 2021. Was the last time Takiyasu was in Sanyaku. He made his way to Sekiwake and an injury, the yes. back injury, of course, yes. caused him to fall out. And it has been a long, hard road for Takiyasu. In those two years, though, he's made a couple of genuine runs at Yusho. But so welcome to cast your eyes across the Banzuke and see the name Takiyasu at Komasubi. Yeah. I mean, there is a chance he does really well here and continues to move up. There's a chance he stays here for a while. He is looking strong. He's looking well, powerful. The 10-5 at Maegashira 3 in November is why he's here. Yeah. And because we had Hokuto Fuji and Abi exit Komasubi and Wakamoto Haru falling out of Sekiwake completely skip Komasubi. Not replaced. Not replaced. Ugh. There were there were spots up for grabs and I couldn't agree with this promotion more. Great to have you back, Takiyasu. Fingers crossed that 2024 is a good one. On the other side of Komasubi, though, this is the name that everyone's been running up to me in the street and just whispering in my ear, and that name is Ura. As soon as the Banzai came out, just pictures of Ura flooding oh. all of the sumo uh, sites, all of the sumo areas on the internet. Everybody went into their Ura folder and clicked post <laughs> on everything in there. I saw. I've, I have seen some great Ura memes. He is a meme-worthy Rikishi, and they came out in force. This is such great news. It's great news for Ura, great news for Ura fans, but really great news for Sumo. It's. I'm surprised with how much I'm on board with it, how much I'm into this. Like, usually news about Ura, I'm just like, yeah, like, he's great. He's a great guy. His Sumo is entertaining to watch. I like him. But this time I really felt that kind of heart feeling where you're like, this is good. This is really cool. We, um, we watched the final day uh, bout on the TV in Japan where we saw Ura go up against Hokuseiho, both Rikishi coming in at 7-7. The Ura performance was unbelievably good against a much bigger opponent and it finished with uh, Ura lifting oh. Hokuseiho oh. by the thigh and dumping him off the doyo. At the time, I think I was just swamped with, wow, he got, Mark, oh, sorry, he got Kachikoshi. Yeah. I wasn't thinking he got uh, promotion to Sanyaku for the first time. Yeah. But th that becomes now historically in the Ura canon a very, very important bout. Very, very important. And won so beautifully by him and fittingly in such a oh, Ura style. Perfect. As well, because to come up against Hokuseiho, you're like, this is my chance. I mean, he would have known that. And the glory and the beauty of the Banzuke is that it wasn't guaranteed, but it was a um, fairly high chance that that was going to happen. So he had to have it in the back of his mind, perhaps. And then to, you know, look at the Torakumi and it's Hokuseiho and just not an easy person to beat, but he had his plan and he, yeah. he did it. Well, it's interesting. So it's taken Ura nine years, 52 basho. Oh, so wow. the ten, around 10 of those were Kyujo and nearly 500 bouts to make it to Sanyaku. So it's been a long, uh, a long career that was punctuated by two big breaks for injury. Um, it's been his ankle and knees and looking at early Ura videos, which are absolutely I mean, incredible and must watch. Mm. And there are some great ones out there if you haven't seen early Ura and the kind of techniques he was pulling out. But it was obvious that that style of sumo was incredibly hard on his body. 
Um, so we saw two big uh, breaks for injury. And so this comeback to Sanyaku actually started in November 2019, where Ura was placed at Johnny Darn 106. Yeah. So yeah, this is one of those long, slow comebacks where he really had to retool his sumo. Yes. And the sumo that we saw get him back to Makuchi eventually in uh, July 2021, I was highly critical of at the time. (laughs) (laughs) But now I see it in terms of what he's achieved. In context. In context. Yeah. He was learning sumo again. And I think what's great about watching Ura now is there's a great mix between these careful, touchy eyes. But what we're seeing now is he's starting to add a few little flares, a few little tricks and I think what we're going to be left with is an even better Ura than we had before. Yeah. And what's been the consistent thing the whole time is the love of sumo, the joy yes. that you see yes. on his face when he wins about. And sometimes the, you know. Rice the, smile. Ex, the rice smile, the excitement on his face when he loses about, when he's like, oh, I could have done better. And yeah. maybe that all plays into it, that he never accepts that he is out. Yes. And obviously he has found a way to win again and relearnt his techniques. And it's just a comeback that I think, and I'll speak for myself here because I know a lot of people haven't discounted it, but sometimes I think of Asanayama, I think of Terunofuji, you know, I even think of Ryudan sometimes <laughs> more. But Ura has done yeah. uh, over and above that. He's done it twice. Yes. He was wheeled off in a wheelchair. Yep. I know we're seeing Wakataka Kage come back from knee surgery now as well. It's just so impressive that they get up again on on the dojo. And we've seen him be ginger in how he moves around. Like I'm sure those knees feel like the knees of a (laughs) 90-year-old man to him sometimes. But this comeback is impressive. He will always be known now as former uh, Komusubi Ura, which is massive. Well, at minimum. I'm going to make myself cry. At minimum. Yeah, minimum. Because there are people online already talking about Sekiwake Ura. Yep. Getting ahead of yourself a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why not That wasn't dream? you that created that Reddit post. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, I want to run something by you. So since Ura has come back to Makuchi in July 2021, he's never got double-digit wins. Okay. Is that a concern? Uh, I think it has to be, yeah, because now at Komasubi, you're fighting everybody good. Yeah. The whole time. Mm. So uh, even and the, it gets harder in the second week. Often. It, actually, maybe not for Komasubi. No, but not for Komasubi. I think yeah, it starts hard. It starts hard. And then it finishes hard. That's probably good. That's probably better for Ura when, he's, when he starts off. Agreed. But, but what I think we've seen with, you know, he hasn't set the world on fire. Mm. It's been a slow, careful comeback. It, it's not like he dominates the lower ranked ricochet around him. Hey, all you need to go up is at 8-7. Well, that's true. That's all you need. It's a message for kids. Yeah, and then there can be three Sekiwake again because I don't want either <laughs> of these guys to go out. Or maybe there can be four because I want Takiyasu to go up there. Well, oh, I'm okay. front-loading. Let's, let's do it. 2024, <laughs> let's go. All right, let's move on to the Maegashira ranks. Yes, so Wakamoto Haru, we knew that he was dropping down from Sekiwake. He went six and nine. He bypassed the Komasubi uh, rank entirely. That's okay. He seems in really good spirits. He's always mucking around. He's always having fun in the junior. He's got so many <laughs> friends and just has a really good time. It doesn't look like he's let it affect him too much. Well, I think he needs to let it affect him. Well, maybe. I saw, I saw his name next to Maegashira 1 on Christmas morning oh. and it ruined 
it ruined the day. Yeah, you wouldn't come to Christmas I, after that. I wouldn't that. come out of my room. Yeah. I was Just inconsolable. Sobbing. So I think he needs to be making less friends, less mucking around on the Jungyo, get into some hard training, get some hate in your sumo. Yes, you heard it here first. <laughs> Tough love from Dave. Uh, we love you, Wakamoto Haru. Hopefully he does well at Maegashiro 1. Yeah, he's got bad records, though, against some people around him, Abi, Gonoyama, Asanayama. So I just don't think he can relax. I no, think he I, does need some of this harsh love. I don't think this is going to be any easier for him here. No. Maegashira 1, he'll be fighting Sanyaku in the first few days, yeah, I imagine. And his Maegashira 1 partner, Atami Fuji. Oh. <laughs> Lest you think it's someone who's, who's dropped down and isn't in form, it's this guy on the way up. I remember... We'll go back to yesterday morning when, when I just would not come out of my room. I'd <laughs> yeah. locked myself in and, and you said, what's wrong? And I said, Wakamoto Haru is out of Sanyaku. It was this. It was this news that Atami Fuji would be joining him at Maegashira 1. Is this a hot rank alert? Oh, uh, I think this might be a hot rank, of okay. uh, hot rank of alerts. <laughs> alert. <laughs> Happy hot rank alert day. Also, yeah. I hear a storm rolling in. Yeah, I know. There's heaps of thunder so, if you can uh, hear it. I'm Melbourne... Hitting- Melbourne is, the weather's crazy. It's been really, really bad. Uh, I'm hitting save every few seconds because I think we'll probably lose power at some point. Oh, good idea. Uh, Tell us about Atami Fuji. This is a huge achievement. Oh, it's massive. I think this is a great Banzuke. I wondered whether they might pop him up to Komasubi. I wondered too. Mm, They didn't. I think this is a good and sensible considered move to not. Me too because... um, He's obviously at his highest rank. Uh, he's gone, his last few Basho have been 10-5, 11-4, Jurio Yusho, 11-4, Jun Yusho, Jun Yusho in your first Makuchi Basho, 11-4, Jun Yusho in November. So, like, he's gone up so rapidly that to go straight into Komasubi, it just I mean, might have been too much. It, I mean, from Magashira 8, I think it was definitely too much, mm. but... Is this where he hits the wall? Is there a wall for Tommy Is there Fuji? a wall? People think, you know, so much of the coverage about him is that he's, you know, that he's cute and that he's a sweetie and that he loves sumo. That's that's all absolutely 100% true. But he's now developed this finely honed technique and oh. nerves of steel because who else has experienced recently what oh. the pressure that he has. Exactly. No one has. And, and come th- through it. And I think Wakamoto Haru needs to look across the Banzuke mm. and see what happens when Atami Fuji steps up on the doyo. Yeah. He lets the hate out. <laughs> Could he hate Atami Fuji? Yeah, when he gets on the doyo. Uh, oh, he turns yeah. into a weapon. Yeah, he's a weapon. A weapon. Yeah. So I think that's the, you know, that's the duality of man that Wakamoto Haru needs to embrace. And Atami Fuji, I imagine that if you're at the same rank, you bunk together, like you share a hotel <laughs> oh, yeah. room. So maybe that's things that they could talk about before they go to bed at night. Yeah, they can't just muck around, bounce on the beds. No. Well, do that at the start. Yeah. You've got to bond. And then knuckle down. Knuckle down. Watch some tapes together. Yep. Yep. Discuss put, the history. Put a little rope Soon. down in the hotel room. Practice being friendly and then stepping across the rope and getting mad. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good, actually. Yeah. A psychological oh, exercise. It, it sounds simple, but it's it's a powerful thing to train your body into mm. doing. As soon as your body sees rope, it gets mad. <laughs> anyway, let's move on, shall we? Maegashira 2, we have Midori Fuji uh, after his 9-6 result at Maegashira 5 back in November. So a nice little move up for Midori Fuji and... It's good to see him coming up, but I feel a little bit of apprehension because the last time Midori Fuji came up into these upper ranks, 
he just kind of lost it. Yep. March, uh, sorry, May this year, he was Mike Shearer one. He went six, nine and then followed that up in July with a four eleven. So, you know, at that time we were starting to just lose faith in Midori Fuji. What we saw in November uh, certainly reset that though. Yeah, I think so. He and Nishiki Fuji, who hasn't managed to recover, uh, were just looking terrible. They looked small. So they're both smaller guys and, well, Nishiki Fuji not so much, but they looked like they were being taken advantage yes. for that. But he managed to get the Katsukashi back. He got the speed back. He got the timing Timing perhaps was perfect, and in yeah. Fukuoka that nine six looked super strong. It's not double digits. It's not no, like but hey, I'm doing brilliantly, but it's it great. It felt like a ten five. It did feel like felt like ten five. Very much felt like a ten five, and that's yep. got to count for something. Now on the other side of Maegashira too, we have Abi, who from Komasubi uh, back in November went six and nine, so falls out of Sanyaku to Maegashira too. Now Abi. Mm. Has, he's been deeply affected by the death of his uh, Oyakata, uh, Shikoroyama, so the ex-Turao. Um, I feel for the guy. Yeah. Very, very close to his Oyakata. Yeah, this was shocking news that came out, um, I believe, because of an ongoing heart issue. Um, he passed away. Oh. Absolutely beloved. Yeah. Um, stable master, like Oyakata, but also in the sumo world in general, um, a lot of amazing videos of his sumo went up. Um, very friendly, very young. I he think he's 60 years old. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting. I hadn't dug into the Tarao archives at all, but yeah. since his death, I've been watching a whole bunch of his videos. He was just uh, an incredibly dynamic rikishi, mm. uh, had that never say die attitude. And looking at Tarao's style, you can see what he's imparted on Abi. Yeah. What I would love to see Arby take from this and respond is to go, he needs that never say die yeah. that Tarao had. Mm. I'm so interested to see how Arby responds to this because I think Arby before has won a Yusho around a time Tarao was unwell. Yeah, right. And I don't know, this could go either way. I could see this completely um, taking the wheels off Arby's campaign this yeah. time. But, yeah, I'm with him on this one. I do think that the... The un the ill versus death is such yeah. a different thing. Like his whole world is changing yeah. now, Arby. I don't think he lives at um, no. the Haya, but it, it would just affect all aspects of his life. He did seem particularly anyway. close to his Oyakata too. Yeah, and there was that that line about you know him following that at the funeral and sobbing oh, and just sort of losing it as you absolutely would. I yeah. mean, he probably in his his comeback, which was yeah. another big yeah. um, comeback from something entirely different, though. He probably played a big figure. Oh, of he course. may have been a father figure. You know, we, we don't always know these relationships, but I think you're right in that it could go either way. And I think that he will say, I want to, you know, if he does really well, that will be the motivation either way. But if he's not able to pull it together, um, Mentally or physically, I suppose, that would be entirely understandable. Yeah, completely. And that will also be because of that. So, Arby, yeah, poor old Arby. Good luck. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. There's no hankers, but I'm with you. What about an Arby reset? Let's let's do an Arby reset. 2024? 2024. Promise? Sumo Manichi, Arby reset. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Maegashira 3. 
Gonoyama on the east side and I cannot wait to see what he's going to do up here. He's seventh basho in a row at his highest rank and I think it's something like 13. There's one in where he went down a tiny bit, but it's like 13 of climbing. He just can't be stopped. I've noticed that he's very popular during during the Jungyo with the top guys. Like he's just fits into the set. He the does, cool doesn't he? Well, he does. And I think his sumo sits there so, mm. so nicely. And, you know, incredible that at the that only in May this year he was still in Jurio. Yeah. So yeah. three ba- uh, sorry, three basho up in Makuchi. And as you said, the climb continues, but at, at each stage of this climb, each rung on this ladder, the sumo keeps up. Yep. The intensity keeps up. Yep. Yeah, he's an intense guy. He is. Always goes straight out, always goes full on. Mm. The Hoshoryu stare will go down in history. And I just wonder oh, whether he's... Can I suggest? Yeah. We call it the Gonoyama stare. Oh, can we? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's frame this in a positive light. Yeah. Because Gonoyama didn't back down. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know this, I've said this a million times, but there's so many opinions about this, but I just loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I think he's gone a little bit under the radar with the Tami Fuji coming up so yes. quickly. Yes. Um, yes. And I... I guess it's probably because Goedo is his Oyakata and, you know, their names are so similar and everything, but I just get this Ozeki feeling from him. Uh, I He could top out now. I have no idea. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. Yeah. Now, his mate on the other side of Mike Ashira 3 is poor old Hokuto Fuji. Oh, Hokuto Fuji has tried, I don't know, four, three or four times to get a Kachikoshi at Komasubi. Hasn't managed it over quite a few years. He didn't again. He went five and ten and so has, fair enough, fallen down to Magashira three. Has it become a mental block for him, Hokuto Fuji? I don't know that Hokuto Fuji has many mental blocks. I don't feel like he's a mental block guy, so I would like to say no, but the stats are not backing me up. They are not kind. You are correct in that in November that was his fourth Mm. attempt at Komasubi. Yeah, right. His best score at Komasubi has been seven wins and he's done that twice. So he has gone extremely, extremely close. Uh, Is 2024 the year? I'm not sure. Probably not Maegashira 4. Let's move on. Uh, Tobizaru is at Maegashira 4, falling one spot from Maegashira 3 with his 7 and 8 performance back in November. He's joined by Shodai, who went 6 and 9 from Maegashira 2. So just standard drops, I would say, for both of these, Rikishi. Interestingly, I had a look back through Shodai's performance. Shodai has not put two Kachikoshis next to each other since November 2021. Mm. 2021? Yep. Wow. He's put two Makakoshis next to each other, but he's never (laughs) got Kachikoshi twice in a row. Oh, should I? Which if you you look at that, Maikashira 4 is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I do think that this is... Probably I have to come to accept more where his uh, talents lie in this upper oh, level. You're not giving up on Shodai. I'm not. I'm not. I will not. I will never. It did sound like I was, <laughs> it though, didn't did. it? My uh, words were tending in that direction, Shodai. I will never. My ta- I've put every single other towel away in our uh, closet, but I've still got my Shodai ones out. Well, that's symbolic. Surely. Let's move on to Maegashira 5. The dude, Ryudan. He, uh, I mentioned before that he beat uh, some Sanyaku, uh, Kirishima perhaps, and that was because he had a great basho. He went 10 and 5. He did very, very well. Again, under the radar. Hmm. I remember when he racked up that 10th win, I'm like, 
Reardon, yeah. where have you been? Yeah, it was just nothing flashy, just got the hips in position and Yori carried people out was the main way that he was winning, but it's interesting. good. Not, not relying so much on his uh, brand of belt sumo so much these mm. days. Happy to work it out with the uh, pushing and the thrusting. Yeah, maybe he's changed it up a bit. His Magashira 5 buddy is Nishi Kigi. Now, we're still on the come down. I still feel the remnants of the high of the uh, King Nishi Kigi <laughs> period of mid-2023. Oh, what a rain it was. It Just was seeing beautiful. Just seeing him knock, knock over quality opponents. Yep. And him looking as surprised as anyone else. Just hopped so up on the day, did not care, went out, blasted them out, including in July, Terana Fuji, three Sekiwake <laughs> and a Komasubi. Didn't face the Ozeki then, otherwise he uh, he would have probably taken them out as well. What a bad piece of programming yeah. to not give this guy a shot at all of the Sanyaku. Oh, yeah. Horrendous. So this seven and eight in uh, November actually wasn't too bad. He still beat. Abi and Hoshori, he's still able to get up there and knock someone over. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Nishikigi's going to do what he does and then the sumo revolves around yeah, him. That's right. Sometimes it works. Sometimes he's going to be beating Ozeki or Sanyaku. Other times he'll be losing to Maegashira 10s. Yeah. That's well, the Nishikigi cycle. I just love that he hasn't fully... Um, not thrown in the towel, as you said, I don't think he's doing it, but that he just hasn't lost it, you know, and plunged down again to mid Magashira. Like, well, he was five lower, is great. He was lower than mid Magashira. He was Magashira 16 in March 2022. Right. There you go. After spending some time in Jurio. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As he gets older, how old is he now? He's 33 years old. Mm. Zone of optimal sumo. Maybe he's. Leaving the zone of optimal sumo? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe July was his his zone. But to have any time in the zone is welcome. That's absolutely right. All right. Let's move on to Maegashira 6. We had Kim Bozan, uh, who moves up one place from Maegashira 7 with a very solid 8 and 7. So we talk about this a, a lot, but he had that big, big, I would say an over-promotion um, to Maegashira 5 from Maegashira 14 in May this year. And I think since then he's dropped a little bit. Now he's starting to settle. Mm. And at Maegashira 6, I think we're just seeing him probably get that time in uh, the mid-ranks that he needs to make that slow ascension. He'll end back up, I imagine, that at Maegashira 5 or higher, but this is a better way for him to do it. I think so. And what a rank to end on, 6. It's not bad. You're not plunging back down again. Oh, no, exactly. And And... You know, eight and seven, it was a solid effort. Uh, great to see him there. On the other side of Maegashira 6, we have Shonano Umi, uh, who went seven and eight at Maegashira 6, so maintains that rank but moves across to the west side. Now, interestingly, these two had an almost identical promotion. So in September this year, Shonano Umi also went from Maegashira 14 to Maegashira 5. So there's a rank here. I see why they put these two next to each other. I think they'll have some similar stories to tell in the hotel room (laughs) after the day's action each day. Uh, Poetic. And very, I think, similar to that. They're still early in their top division careers, still just trying to uh, cement their spot there. Yep, I think so. I'm excited to see these two. Uh, come up against each other as well. I think that'll be a great fight. Yes. Magashira 7. Now, I've got an open question for everybody across the uh, the whole internet here, including you. Yep. It's Ichi Yamamoto. Great. 
Jun Yusho, Kanto Sho, moved up from Maegashira 14. Can I try to predict the question that oh, you've yeah. got for me and the sumo world? Yeah. Uh, is the question, was Ichiyamamoto ripped off with this promotion? <laughs> this is under promotion. Maegashira 14 <laughs> to Maegashira 7, not enough. Not enough. He went 11-4. He got the Kanto Sho Fighting Spirit Prize. He was Jun Yusho. He's a hero. He's a hero. He should have been Maegashira 6, yeah, at least. Him and Shonanumi could have changed places. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That would have been fair oh, enough. Oh, you fixed it straight away. Yep. That's Why? what I would have done had I ever do gun- guess the Bunzuke. Gunzuke, well, no, I call you it. you gun the Bunzuke. Thank you. You don't guess it. Thank you gun you. it. Thank you. Uh, that was uh, that wasn't the a question, question <laughs> that I loved. Can I tell you how much I okay. love that question? I'm on board with it and I don't even want to do my question. But basically my question is... What's going to happen? <laughs> well, I think the, this is actually the question that I think the sumo world really wants to know the answer to because, yeah, look, we all had a lot of fun with Ichiyamamoto's 11-4 in November. We rejoiced. Uh, but the fact is we still don't know how his style of sumo is going to go in the middle ranks. Yep. Uh, he'll be fighting up the Banzuke a fair way, probably not to... Sanyaku, maybe Komasubi, but yeah, big questions here. And I think if he can answer them positively uh, and maintain this rank, I, I think an 8-7 would be a very, very good result for him in January. I think so too. I mean, Wakataka Kage is back. He's still drawing inspiration from his re-rise <laughs> as well. I think that's a positive sign. I think he's absorbing energy from the uh, Wakataka Kage vortex. Absolutely. Any win. Uh, gives Ichiyamamoto five wins. Is this Ichiyamamoto's highest rank? I believe it is. Wow. Okay. Yes, it is. Wow. It's Topsy's previous high rank of uh, Magashira eight. Amazing. Oh, what a great Christmas present. <laughs> That's a good one. That got you back out of the yeah, room. Dear. I <laughs> popped a, a little note on Yuki's collar and sent her in and you read it and you came out skipping. <laughs> All right. The other side of Magashira seven is Asanoyama. Asanoyama. So went out injured last time for a few days. Uh, came back and picked up a four, four and seven days off. Yeah. Um, just when's he going to get well, I think. Yeah, I, I Because wonder... we can't judge him until he does. No, we absolutely can't. And I, and I think, you know, I, I just wonder about taking some more time off and getting this arm right. Mm. You know, a four wins, four loss, seven days off record is not helping anyone at all. And I believe he was um, QJ from the Jungyo as well. Okay, no surprise there. Yeah. So just trying to get well. Um, but you're right. Magashira 7 now, like if he dropped out one more time and then re- got himself right, came back up, mm. I know it's the last thing you want to do when you're on your comeback, of course. Yep. Yep. Just a real shame that that happened. Yeah, and, it is, isn't it? Um, so, yeah. Denied us of that. These matchups that everybody really wants to see, we got a tantalising touch of them. We've seen him go up against yeah. Sanyaku, but with yeah, if he's not right, it's not um, it's not a problem. Well, it's not it's not sumo. It's not sumo. Uh, moving on to Maegashira eight, Hokuseho takes a one rank dip from Maegashira seven, where he went seven and eight in November, uh, and of course losing spectacularly to that brilliant Ura move on the final day. Uh, so just misses out on his Kachikoshi. This is where he should be, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still able to pick up a lot of wins. Like, he's still doing really well, Hokuseiho. But, you know, I have to say every time that I'm enjoying the ways that people are finding to beat him. And I think mm. um, 
I think he probably learned something from that every time, but I do I do enjoy the techniques used yeah, against him. Absolutely. Uh, his friend on the other side of Magashira 8 is Hirudumi, who put in a very, very solid 9-6 in November and sees a move up three ranks from Magashira 11, landing at Magashira 8. Fueled by the Kyushu crowd, his first uh, real supported Basho, and I think he probably loved it. I think he uh, it gave him a lot of spirit. He Came down in the second week, but... Well, he, I mean, he had a rough start. He lost the first three days in Fukuoka. And Did he? Were yeah, we there? We were there. But then he went on that run. He had seven wins in the in the yes. middle of the Basho, but then finished up, he was 3-5 over the last five days. Mm. So, you know, once he got his eye in, he looked very, very good. And as you said, he definitely fed off the energy of his hometown crowd. Gave uh, him the winning feeling. It certainly <laughs> did. That's always useful. Magashira 9, on the east side we have Mitakumi. He's um, made sure that he's known now as a mid-Magashira guy, real rank and filer. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess you can't argue with that. I'd like to. but yeah. I mean, he went 8 and 7 at Magashira 9, stayed yep. there, went across. But it, it is slowly and surely falling back in love with sumo, and that's the important thing. You for still him to see be successful. that? I see it. Do you? Oh, yeah, I see it. He's still got a, a big following. Like uh, there's always very, his fan club popular. that turns up yep. is still uh, still very loud. They um, remember the good times. They do, they do. And again, tell me how many Rikishi of modern times have won three Yusho? Yeah. Or is it four? Uh, uh, I think it's three. Just let me check. Yeah. Well, I can tell you while you're uh, looking that Meisei is on the other side. He had a terrible time. It is three. Yeah, three. three. Yusho. Yep. Um, he had a terrible time at Magashira too. He went four and eleven. He did beat Takakesho in one of those what? wild days where Meisei comes up and just causes uh, trouble. I was going to say, if you're a sumo normie, you look at four eleven and you go, "Well, he didn't do very well. He did extremely well in November. <laughs> it's just that the score didn't reflect nah, it. No, nah, didn't he, get didn't get the white dots. He did not get the white dots, great and sumo. that was the great. It was great sumo great every sumo. day." He just didn't do that very, very important part of a bout, which is the last bout, which is to be the person standing inside the mm. doyo or on your feet at the end. Yep. And if he can just clean that part of the bout up, he'll be unstoppable. Yep. Yep. It's his lowest rank to try that <laughs> out <laughs> since that, that new and amazing sports science technique. Mm. Uh, <laughs> his lowest rank since July 2022. Okay. All right. He'll dominate down there. Probably. I hope so. Maegashira 10, we have Tamawashi, who's 9-6 in November from Maegashira 12. So he's a healthy little two-rank bump. Great seam off the bottom of the Bunsuke. Okay, not that 12 is, but he has been as low as uh, Maegashira 16, I believe. Mm-hmm. No. Am I thinking of someone else? I am. Uh, still, this is well below where Tamawashi should be, I reckon, at Maegashira 10. But he just turned 39 during the Basho uh, in November. Mm. So, you know, come on, Tamawashi. When, when are we going to see this guy leave? I, you know how you get the feeling, like we've talked about the, the retirement feeling coming up from a number of people. And I'm even going to talk about it uh, a little bit later today. Tamawashi, just don't get a whiff of it. Well, looking back at 2023, he, he had two basho in March and September where he went 312 and 213. Now I remember thinking during those basho, this might be it. He, it's not like he looked injured. He just looked a bit tired and just not as fast or as strong as, as his younger opponents. I think probably what we'll see is the number of that 
those disasters slowly creep up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until he calls it time. But hey, he showed us in November that there's still fight in the body yet. He probably wants to hit all these records of as many bouts in a row as possible until he absolutely can't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, can't step up one step. Yeah. He just wants to hit records. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. But he still loves sumo. There's still fight in him. And he's at Maegashira 10 this time around with uh, Sudden Umi. Yeah, Sudden Umi. So Sudden Umi went eight and seven from Maegashira 11. And, you know, at 36 years old, not all that far behind Tamawashi. But, yeah, there's still fight in this guy. Great to see. Maegashira 11. On the east side, Tsurugisho. Loved watching him in November. He had a run of six wins in the middle. Uh, a lot of Tsurugisho love. Yeah, he was good. He was really good. He was really good. He's still, I feel like he's always carrying an injury. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's one of these rikishi who seems to be able to adjust his sumo around whatever injury is bothering him, that basho. Yeah, he's not moving fast. He's just doing his big, old, strong sumo and it went 9-6. So uh, that's a regulation move up of two places there. And on the other side, Oho, who scraped together another. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Loves getting an 8-7, this guy. So Oho wouldn't have that many uh, winning records in Makuchi, would he? Oh. Well, no, that's not true. No, I mean, you look at that 11-4 back in May. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. He looked great then. But really, in terms of his year, he was Makakoshi in January, Makakoshi in March, he was Makakoshi in July and September. So he really, apart from the 8-7 in November, had that spectacular 11-4 in May. Not a great year of sumo and how is he this high? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. He loves to get your hopes up and then dash them. I did see someone on Reddit had a really good um, turn of phrase. So Akua went 5-10 and 10 in November and only dropped one spot. Uh, in oh. Jurio. And yeah. someone said, what's going on with the plot armour with Aqua? And I was like, that's so true. That's he great. does have plot armour. Yep. Keeps losing and losing, but just does not get demoted. He's the new... Kagiyaki. Kagiyaki. Thank you very much. All right, moving on to Maegashira 12, Takanosho. We see a big drop here from Maegashira 6 for Takanosho. He was five wins, six losses and... Four days off. Remember, he had, he had that nasty fall off the doyo partway through the basho in November. So Maegashira 12, a very, very low rank for Takanosho. Yeah, two Makakoshi in a row. Uh, he hasn't had that much success Ugh. over the last few years. Big falls and uh, not off the doyo in the Banzuke, both. Um, and, yeah, moving down to Maegashira 12 here. Sekiwake Takanosho, where mm. are you? He's gone missing. On the other side of Maegashira 12, we have Myogiryu who falls from Maegashira 9 with that 6 and 9 result. Didn't look like he had a lot of fun out on the doyo in November. No, sometimes he uh, he looks much more sprightly. Yes. But, I mean, he's <laughs> another guy who's, who's getting on a little bit and just maybe losing some of that, that movement. But uh, a normal movement down from 9 to 12 with a 6 and 9. Now, I'm going to give... Maegashira 13 East, a hot rank alert. I can't carry it over to the West. Uh, can I just can do you? one side? I think that's called a half hot. Half hot half rank, hot rank alert. alert. Or is it a hot rank half alert? Yeah. Yeah. Hot rank alert. So one half. side is hot. The other side is Oh, it's very warm. not. <laughs> the other side is not. But the side I like is Chunoyumi at uh, Maegashira 13. He 
just did so well yeah. in Didn't November. It was a pleasure to watch him do oh. sumo and he succeeded where some of his other Makuchi debutantes failed. Some. I think four others Roga, failed. Roga, Toku yeah. and Kinawaka. Yep. All went back down to Jurio. He stayed and not only stayed, got a 9-6. Ah, it was so good. And very, very much succeeded. So I think that um, he's someone that I, I'm – Super into at the mm, moment. Yeah, his sumo translated very, very well to the top division. Uh, okay, it's time to cool off because we'll look at the other side of Magashira 13, Endo. Yeah, I'm hopping in the ice bath for this <laughs> one. He went five and ten, couldn't muster anything much. The uh, Maimawashi grip wasn't working for him. He tried a lot of things but always ended up down or eight, out or both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fell down from Magashira 8 to 13. Okay. Uh Let's look at Maegashira 14. We have Kota Shoho. Hello, Kota Shoho. He's coming back. off that amazing 12-3 Jurio Yusho. I saw that performance. He just sent a message to the world of sumo and he said, Jurio is no place for me. Yep. Get me back to the top division and let's see what I can do this time around. Well, that's the, they're the words we need to focus on here. This time around. Yep. What will be able to come across? Because he looked so he looked oh, way too good for Jurio. Didn't he? he? Just looked like on another level. Beat Ono Sato in a playoff, which yes. is not guaranteed, I would think. Um, just looked looked very strong, but has been so up and down. Well, he made his uh, debut in the top division in March 2022, and it looked like it might be time for Kota Shawhall, but. You know, apart from that great performance in January of this year where he went 11-4, Jun Yusho, Kanto Shou, um, since then, the rest of the year has been an absolute disaster, all Makakoshis in the top division before going back to Jurio. So, look, sometimes I think a ricochet like that, a little bit of time in Jurio to get your confidence back uh, can be a good thing in returning to the top division. My only concern is, was it long enough mm. and did Jurio put up enough of a challenge for mm. him to reap any benefit from it? Yep. I mean, there were certainly a few, but not many that were, were that challenged him at all. It was his third Jurio Yusho too. That worries me because it means yeah. he kept, he he keeps going back down, succeeding, coming up and failing. Yep. The, I mean, and this really highlights the problem of having different divisions. <laughs> <laughs> and it lends support to the 800 Maegashira spots that I really, really want to push hard for in 2024 because <laughs> he's too good for Jurio. Yeah, he So is. the solution is take Jurio away. Mm. Yep. Yep. Or it could be exciting him moving back and forth. Oh, well, I guess so. These Banzuke episodes would go on a long time if we had 800 yeah. Maegashira to get yeah. through. <laughs> It'd be quite fun. Quite. <laughs> Fun's one word. Uh, on the other side of Maegashira 14, we had Ornosho, uh, who, look, let's face it, he had an absolute nightmare basho last time, 3-12 and 12 from Maegashira 5. We saw him day after day lose. Uh, no rhythm, mm. no concentration. The touchy eyes were off. And he mm. loves to win from the touchy eye. Yep. He also loves to lose from the touchy eye. Yep. He wasn't able to drive forward. He wasn't able to generate much power. No. And this is a probably a... Oh, that's a big fall, actually. Yeah, it's a big oh, fall. Oh, he went 3-12. I think this is, the, this is a wake-up call. Yeah. Wake up fall. Wake up fall. They, you know, they probably could have put him in at 12 or 13, but you know, he would see this Magashira 14 and just say, I need to do better. Yeah. And he does. He All would right. be harsh on himself, I reckon. 
I wonder. Give himself a talking to. So this is his lowest rank since July 2022. Maybe he needs to come into Wakamoto Haru and Atami Fuji's hotel room and get the Atami Fuji step across the rope treatment. I want to take it one step further. He needs some jurio time. Oh, yeah. I think... I think he needs some jury time. Possibly. Possibly. If we decide to keep that rank, but continue. Mikeshira 15, it's Tomokaze on the east side. Uh, this is probably way too dramatic, but I feel like this is a final chance for him to stay in <laughs> Makuchi. That is not uh, necessarily the case. He only went seven and eight. He looked very positive and he could well do that again and stay in Makuchi. But, you know, all the discussions we've had about him whether the milestone was him making it back to Makuchi, whether he's going to be able to stay, I think this second basho is going to be telling. I, th- I think so. All the excitement, the hype yeah. is gone. Yeah. yeah. What we're left with is, is his sumo good enough to get those eight wins? Yeah. And also people from his own stable pulling focus away from him. I mean, he might like that. That might be good for him. Uh, but, you know, on the other side who he won't be fighting, is his stablemate, Ono Sato, who has reached Makuchi in just his fifth basho. Yikes. Big news. Big news. Very exciting. 23 years old. Yeah, as you said, fifth basho. Yeah, just one behind Haku Oho, who reached it in four. Yeah. Very impressive. I mean, this is going to be one of the big stories of this basho. Will he follow Huck Warhol's footsteps by, you know, blowing the competition away uh, from this low rank. Oh, wow. I think all eyes will be on this kid, uh, this Basho. Be very fun. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Mike Shira 16. We've got the businessman. Yeah. Takara Fuji, and I hate to say it, but at Mike Shira 16, I think the business is going into receivership. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. The negative balance of 6-9 in November saw him fall from <laughs> Maigashira 13. I've got to say, there's not a lot of intensity in his sumo at the moment. Oh, no. Someone's put a, a meeting into his calendar on Friday I mean, afternoon I, I, for I, I, Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking full performance management here? Possibly. Oh, look. Oh, Takara Fuji, no. Well, I mean, a bad result here will see him go back to Jurio. Yeah, and this is not, like we said, for... Uh, or not sure before, a little bit of time in Jurio. Nobody wants Takara Fuji to have a little bit of time in Jurio. No, I don't think there'll be That's such a, a thing. A little bit of time on the way to <laughs> Intai. Think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, on the other side of Magashira 16, we have Bushozan. Bushozan. Welcome back to Makuchi Bushozan. Uh, he put up a very solid 10 and 5 from Jurio 2 back in November. Makuchi hasn't been so kind to Bushozan. This will be his uh, third campaign. Mm. The two previous times weren't so good. So March, he went five and ten, went back to Jurio. Uh, July came back up, went three and twelve. What is it about his sumo that's just not compatible with the top division? I seem to remember that he got thrust down a lot. Yep. Uh, so he's got that push a thruster style, but he's small and he's not particularly fast. And so as soon as he gets up into Makuchi, there are, depending on who's in the lower Maigashira ranks, but often there's a lot of experienced people down there and they just know how to combat that, I think. And 
I think that's where he's gone wrong before. So it's mm. whether he can adapt his sumo. And while I'm watching him in Jiro and he's doing so well and I'm carried away on the Yayu Bushozan waves, I always kind of forget to look. Is he doing something differently or is he just doing the same thing that gets him wins in Jiro that doesn't translate to Makuchi? And so I can't tell you again yeah. because I was riding the Bushozan waves. It's a great question. I feel that those two... Uh, Basho from 2023 where yeah. he did so badly in the top division. It just felt like after the first couple of days he drops his bundle mm. and he just can't get his head back in it. Yeah. Uh, he, Like a lot of Rikishi, there's a lot of comfort in Jurio. Yep. And making that step, especially as a young Rikishi into that top division, it can be a mental battle uh, as well as keeping the body going for those 15 days. But good luck, Bushozan. Yep, yep. You can do it this time around. Mate, Mikeashira 17. There are two Mikeashira 17 uh, rank and file. I like it. I like it. Because of uh, people not in Sanyaku because of two Sekiwake to Komasubi. So that means that Shimazumi is up. Yeah. He went 9-6 at Jurio 2 and I, for one, I'm a new Shimazumi, relatively new Shimazumi well, fan. I think Shimazumi for you has been a slow burn. You've always been there for him, but, mm. but I think... He's just popped his head up and he said, hello, you're my fan. Yeah. 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 I'll, I will accept you yeah, into exactly. my fanhood. Saw him a couple of times <laughs> coming into Kyushu. Loved it. Yeah. I like him. He's in the same stable as uh, Ichi Yamamoto. Oh, love success. that. Very much love how, that. How do you think he's going to go here? I think he'll do all right, actually. Um, he never really set the world on fire in Jurio. It's been a long, slow climb for uh, Shimizumi. What's his record against Bushozan? Because that could be an early... Win up. Uh, it's four three Bouchozan's way. Don't forget either Going that granular he, here. His performance in November at Jurio 2. Jurio 2 was his highest rank. Yeah. Before now. That's so true. he's really at the age of uh, 27, stepping into a new world of sumo mm. in every way conceivable. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Oyama, on the other side, he is back. He just scraped in with an 8 7. At Jurio 1, he hadn't been down to Jurio since 2018. Uh, when he beat Takahashi on day 15 of uh, November for his Kachikoshi, Naruto Oyakata, um, who is also from Bulgaria, rushed to the dressing oh, room to congratulate him. That's so good. And Aoyama, you know, said thanks for that and said, I'm really happy that he made the effort and came all the way here. Every time you hear an Aoyama quote, yeah. and there are a few more in this thing that I read, he is seems so uh, humble and gracious. It sounds like a really, really good guy. There was a thing about him now that he's down in the low Maegashira ranks, you know, he fights and then he goes off to pick his daughter up from kindergarten. That's wow. nice. That is a very, very nice story, but so good to have Aoyama, a.k.a. Danny Boy, back in the top ranks. Yep. Jurio just didn't suit him. No, no, I didn't like that at all. No. Sometimes I don't mind. Yep. I mean, he's 37 years old. He's the second oldest uh, secretary yep. after Tamawashi. Um, and I have to admit, I was saying before, imagining people getting that entire feeling. Sometimes I get it with him and I... It's mostly because I can imagine him in the blue coat. I can oh imagine walking the corridors of any stadium, seeing Aoyama and just going, that's right. He's with all his mates now. They're having fun. They're selling merch. They're walking around. They're having their photo taken. I think he's going to enjoy that. But it's yeah, not it's quite his like, time yet. Is it? I know what you mean. It's so easy to bring to mind. Exactly. I feel jacket. like I've seen it. Is it because he, he has a similar energy to Kaisei? 
And Kaisa has made the transition Possibly. to the blue jacket so smoothly. Possibly. Mm. Yeah. But you do think now at 37 he's made that return. What happens if he goes disastrously here and goes back to Jurio? How much sumo's left in Aoyama? Yeah. Well, there's some success in his – the story of his – I mean, we can talk about this when he does end up going in time, but the story of his stable is um, – his history is really interesting. He's had to move stables. Uh, where he is now here, uh, Tochi Musashi is in his Haya and he's just returned to Jurio too. So I think at the moment, huh. well, not two, so he's yep. returned to Jurio, Aoyama returned to Makuchi. So, you know, there's two Sekitori at the Haya. There's a bit of good vibes. Good feelings. Good sumo feelings. Speaking of Jurio, take yes. us through the movements there. Yeah, there are a few things I guess I'd like to highlight here. One is a Shikona change. Uh, which uh, was dropped on us. This one I like. Yeah. Often I'm just like, no, no, not doing it, not doing it, and then have to do it, of course. But Jurio 9 East Takahashi will henceforth be known as Shirokuma. Or White Bear, a.k.a. Polar Bear. Shirokuma. See, Shirokuma. At, at first, my first reaction was I don't like this, mm-hmm. but I never really liked the, ch- mm. the change. What's the change that you don't like? Yeah, it's the change I don't like. Looking at it next to Takahashi now, I mean, Takahashi is the most standard sumo name. It was cool, though. I thought Takahashi was cool. Mm. Where's I, he at? So he's at Jurio 9. Yeah. Weird, weird time right? to, to make a change. He's at Jurio 6. He was at oh, Jurio 9. Jurio sorry. 6. He oh, went 8-7 makes... at Jurio 9 and moved to 6. Well, that nice. makes sense. Often when people get to Jurio 6, they change their shikona. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting in ex-Kisnesado, um, Nishonoseki, uh, Oyakata, I've read that, you know, because he's still establishing himself as a Oyakata, he doesn't have a system for changing people. Obviously, Ono Sato is from his own name, but uh, the others, Tomokaze, um, Takahashi, and down further, he hasn't he hasn't come up with his own flavour. Could we, could we suggest that Tomokaze, if he gets Kachikoshi, could change his Shikona? Yeah. What would you like to Oh, look, it's on up to me. To? Oh. Just, he just changed. He has to change it still, but oh, yeah, we tell yeah. him to. Yeah. Okay. He goes, but I like it. Yeah. Change it. Well, Shirokuma. So Jurio 6 Takahashi, new name. We mentioned this before, but Tohakuryu Roga and Kidnawaka back down. Licking their wounds, yep, I yep. think. Went badly. Yeah, went so very, very badly. Tohakuryu 510, Roga 510, Kidnawaka. Rounded out the trio on 510. So they're Jurio <laughs> 2 and two of the Jurio 3s. Uh, Nishiki Fuji. Yeah. Came down from Magashira at 16 with a 6 and 9. He's the, the lowest Fuji, dropped below Takara Fuji as well. So if Takara Fuji's being performance managed, yeah. Uh, Nishiki Fuji's getting some Jurio love. Yeah. I think this will be good for him, though. Yeah. A bit happening at. Uh, Isagahama. It means that you see Atami Fuji just all the time now. Yeah. He has really taken out. He, he's together with Midori Fuji in all of the, I don't know, yeah, the press the shots press. and the hair shots and all of that now. Yeah, I think this is a good thing for Nishiki Fuji though. Just get back to practising sumo every day. Mm. Now, once you'd come out of the room on yeah. Christmas Day, once I'd I'd lured you out with some good news, yep. you then take took a look at Jurio. Well, I said to you, do you mind if I take a look at the Jurio Banzuke? And yep. you're like, no, 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 you no, can't. no. But it was too late. You simply can't. I had a look and I saw a name there. I went straight back into my room. Yeah. <laughs> Koto Echo. Oh, Jurio no. 4. Now, I feel that this is unfair. Yeah. 
two wins, and they were very, very good two wins. Great wins. Great sumo. Very positive. Oh, very positive. Eight losses and five days off uh, Mm. in November. Now, is there any leniency for commitment, for loyalty? Have we forgotten these values Mm. in the year 2023? It seems like we have. Yep. He was at Miga Shearer 10. Yep. Disgusting business. Disgusting. It was mean. It was unnecessary. But... Welcome back to Jurio, Koto Echo. It means we I get to oh. commentate him in Jurio, our Jurio call on YouTube. We certainly do. Gee, it's been quite a while since uh, he's been down there. So March 2020, Koto Echo made a brief stop in Jurio, just for the one uh, Basho though, because he went 11-4. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Before that, before he spent any significant time uh, there, it was really in 2018. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm more worried about the five days off as well. Yeah. Um, I found in my phone, I was scrolling through just during Christmas, you know, here's some photos of Japan and here's this, and I found a medical drawing of the elbow. Yeah. And someone was like, what's that about? You know, you're having problems with your elbow. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. because <laughs> of, I downloaded it when Koto Echo had his injury. <laughs> So I just yeah. went, oh, we can't talk so about So much that. sumo junk in our photo rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everybody listening has it too. Yeah. The returning Rikishi to Jurio Hakuyozan, who's popped up to Jurio 10 yep. from Makushita 1. So that was just one basho in Makushita for him, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And Tochi Musashi coming back as well. Okay. He's at Jurio 14. And two new Rikishi uh, from Naruto Bayer, we have Oshomi. Yep. And Takeru Fuji from Isagahama. Now, I'm hearing a lot of talk about Takeru Fuji. Yeah. Yeah. One to keep an eye on. We'll see if he delivers. We'll be the judge of that. Yeah, we absolutely will. And not a moment before. (laughs) Uh, So just another few ricochet that we're keeping an eye on in the lower divisions. Wakataka Kage, of course. uh, The ex-Peoples Ozeki, (laughs) ex-Sekiwake, moves up to Makushita 1. Yep. So it wasn't a, a blow-away performance. I think he finished four and three in the end. Oh, no, five, five, five and – no, six and one, I think. No, he lost more than once. Did I think he? it was five, two. Right. Uh, but moves to the top of Makushta and a positive – Five re- and two. Five and two. Uh, a positive result. We'll see him come back to Jurio. But from what we saw, we got to see him um, fight a couple of days – not quite there yet. I think he should take some inspiration from Ichi Yamamoto. Yeah. Oh. I think he should watch some Ichi Yamamoto tapes. I think that's very, very solid advice. Get some Ichi Yamamoto merch. He should get that face towel. Oh, yeah. Just stare at I, it. He doesn't seem like uh, a guy who He's has not a, a fan sense boy. of humour so oh. much. Well, I don't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hakuoho, another uh, ex- Makuchi Rikishi is at Makushita 5. No reports or confirmations uh, as to whether he'll be there in January. He did say in the lead up to the Banzuke that if he's feeling good, they're open to it. But I think realistically it'll be at least March before he Do you think? You don't think he'll be well, back? Well, we haven't had confirmation. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, so we don't know yet. Enho apparently is going to be fighting right. in January and he'll be fighting from Sundame 83. Wow. Wow. Well, we'll be watching. Fingers crossed. Yep. Fingers crossed. I guess some other news uh, is that on Christmas Day, Shikimori Inosuke became the 38th Kimura Shonosuke, so the very top 
Georgie. So obviously Georgie. that's news everyone understands, so there's no need to explain it. Well, I did but explain in case, it. Yes, yes, yes. In case there's someone too stupid to understand what you're talking about, <laughs> oh, aka me. That would definitely <laughs> never be me. I have definitely never Googled Georgie. <laughs> but there is uh, a system of hierarchy in the Georgies. Yes. That, a, that a name comes attached to. Yes. And we talk about it, actually. The detail is in our Talking Sumo episode in, oh, I just looked it up, in October 2023. <laughs> yep. Because I've still got it open because I had to copy across some information. <laughs> so uh, Kimura Shonosuke, there hasn't been one of them. There hasn't been the top one for nine years since the retirement of what I like to call the previous guy <laughs> in 2015. This guy is uh, who's been promoted is not super popular. He has made uh, quite a few mistakes. Um, or on the doyo or off the doyo? Uh, or prob- both? Probably both. <laughs> um Allegedly, he's expected <laughs> he's expected to hold this title until for not very long. So usually it would go for a while, but um, only until September twenty twenty four when he reaches the mandatory retirement oh, age. Wow, of sixty five. So they held off. He could have been promoted for a long time. Yep. He wasn't. Yep. They've held off the promotion until right at the end and given him a kind of, you know, well we have Golden to handshake. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right, and we'll see you. Um, we'll see you out at sixty-five. Thanks. Yep. Yep. Anyway, he'll be there as the top uh, top tape Kyoji, uh, sh- the new Kimura Shonosuke. Okay, thank you for that uh, incredibly clear yes. and informative yes. explanation. Yes, I'm glad I put that at the end <laughs> and didn't kick it off with yeah. that as uh, I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's it for our Bansuke episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait for Hatsubasho. Tokyo, Japan, starting on the uh, of January. Yep, pretty soon. Pretty soon, two weeks. You know away. that date. <laughs> uh, on the first day, we will be commentating Jurio on YouTube. We love the second division. Ooh. We love Jurio with all our hearts and minds and souls, and we'll be talking about it. And then the podcast will start coming out. All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah.